Hello again, coach, and welcome to day three of our Difference Maker Tips. Another exciting one for you. This is going to be a little bit of uh, some tough love and uh, a lot of, hey, this is a new perspective that's going to help you. <laughs> All right, let's jump in. Get your head in the game, coach. You're about to get your audio dose of softball inspiration. I'm Melanie Rushing. And I'm Alicia Smith, and we help softball teams win more games and have more fun. Right now, you're joining thousands of passionate coaches across the nation who are dragging the field, prepping for the day, or driving to that other job while they learn and grow as a coach. So if you're ready to learn how to build a strong team culture, get your players to believe, and make a real difference in their lives, you're in the right place. This is the Mental Sweet Spot Podcast. So it's no secret that coaching is draining. We talked about all the hats we wear and all the responsibilities that we take on, and that's not even counting all the fires that we have to put out. But if there's one skill I could give you through this boot camp, it would be the ability to protect your energy. And it sounds a little woo-woo, but stick with me. It's because once you deplete that supply, you know what happens. You get sluggish, you aren't as quick on your feet, your brain function literally slows down, and the ripple effect is what's actually worst. We're taught to push through and keep going even when you're tired. And we keep taking on more and more so we don't have time to recharge. So we go around like coach zombies trying our best to keep doing our jobs. But it's likely not going to work. Then it starts to rub off on your staff. Then on your team. And before you know it, everyone's performing at about 60% usually at the best. Think of all the time wasted when you're performing at 60%. Wasted time may be my number one nemesis in life, and I think almost every coach will agree. So is it fair to say now that you agree this is an important thing? Are you nodding? Good. If you're not, rewind and listen again to all the side effects of not protecting your energy. It all comes down to your why, right? You're not going to be able to live it if you are so exhausted. Okay, so once you get that, come back to me and let's commit to this. So the first thing you got to do is identify all of the energy sucks and not all are bad. This boot camp is an energy suck for me. I'm exhausted after these weeks. Ask Alicia. I'm like, I'll see you Monday. We'll talk then. I'll catch you up. I've got to be on all the time. And for an introvert, that's even more exhausting. I have to make sure everything gets out. I got to get caught up when I decide to add new things like a brand new web page. <laughs> and all of it is so worth it. So I decided to protect my energy in other ways. We'll get back to that in a second. But first, I want you guys to start thinking about, or if you have time, list out all of the things that use your energy. I say drain, but I like the word use because there's some positive things too. Even the small things. And then we're going to categorize them. So once you get them all out, there's three categories. There's worth it, necessary, and not worth it. <laughs> and if you're like me, color code it. So that way it's a clear visual of what you want to focus on. So worth it is the example from above are spending time on Zoom with your girls, reaching out to that one girl who you can see is struggling and just letting her vent for a half hour about what's stressing her out. It's gonna take some energy, absolutely, but totally worth it, you'd do it again in a heartbeat. Necessary is planning out your upcoming tournaments, setting up fundraising, communicating with the emotional parent on your team. <laughs> there are things that, okay, not exciting, I'm gonna be tired afterward, I don't love it, but it's necessary. And then there's the not worth it, which includes worrying about upcoming games, trying to figure out when the pandemic will end. <laughs> Here's one, watching the news. <laughs> we'll talk about this more in a second. Uh, and then interacting with those energy vampires on social media or in your life. I mean, 
you can love them and respect them and not unfriend them <laughs> without engaging in the drama and the negativity. Now here's the tough part. Starting from the bottom, you got to make some cuts and you've got to stand firm on it. This is your brain will start making excuses though. So my favorite one, told you to get back to this, is about the news. But I have to be informed. <laughs> when I told my parents out in California that I no longer watch any news, I don't listen to any of it, they're like, what? But you've got to know. <laughs> well, in particular with the pandemic, no, I really don't because I literally stay home, go to the park with the boys, maybe go grocery shopping. <laughs> so we are not doing much. But if I really had to, I can do a quick search Ooh, pro tip. If you're searching for something that you know will start popping up in your feed more that you don't want more of, use uh, an incognito tab in Chrome. I can show you guys this if you want. Or use DuckDuckGo. It's a new search engine. Um, that way they won't see that you've gone to this news website and start showing you more articles from the news places, right? That same trick works with people who just tend to be more vocal and narrative on social media. If you like or comment on anything that they say, Facebook's going to say, oh, you like that? Here's more of them. <laughs> so if you just disengage, you'll see less of that. And then also, flip side, engage in the positive things you like. Like my feed now is full of softball and it's full of Simon Sinek and John Gordon and all the good people. So I am totally happy on social media. It's not bothering me at all. So back to the news. Yes, you should be informed, but you do not need to sit in front of the TV for the length of an entire practice listening to dramatic, mostly negative, terrible take on what's happening in the world. Same thing goes for those people on social media you're disengaging with. You can still love them. You don't have to write them off. You just have to filter what you take in. Honestly, I have to do this with my husband. <laughs> the dude loves the news. He listens to talk radio on his 45-minute drive to and from work, and then he comes home and he watches the news at night, too. Heck, that's what I have to fall asleep to lately. <laughs> so he enjoys it. He gets something out of it. And let's be honest, it's draining him too. Um, but I cannot and should not honestly try to tell him what to do because it's just like anyone you're close to. You tell them one thing, they're going to do the other. So I have to make the choice for me to either not engage or keep those convos about politics and how our world is a terrible place to a minimum. <laughs> I can acknowledge him, let him know I still love him and support him. I'm just not going to feed into that and also get worked up. Which brings us back to the top. The biggest energy suck is not from those other people, the other situations. It's from us taking on other people's crap as if it's our own. One of your players is being a total jerk to her teammate and it's starting to cause a rift. We talked about this night in VIP. Now dealing with the drama is draining and it's the jerky player's fault, right? <laughs> or the overprotective, overly emotional parent who seems to enjoy making your life hell. <laughs> or the coach within your program who just does not want to get on board. Or like maybe it's multiple coaches in your program. Like I said the, said the other night, the easiest and quickest solution would be just cut them out, right? That way, no more drain on your energy but they don't have to be a drain on your energy and you can still keep them around because they're around for a reason, right? You want to keep them around for certain things. You get to choose what you give your energy to. You can hear these issues, work through the initial and totally valid emotional reaction you have. Even on all the situations I gave, there's going to be an emotional reaction. It's going to make you feel bad. It's going to make you feel icky and frustrated and annoyed, but then you make a choice how to deal with it. So even if the problem isn't solved, you can come back to it in the same way later. And meanwhile, spend your time and focus and energy on the fountains in your life. So imagine it like one of those big cups. Remember the big giant guys from Circle K or 7-Eleven? I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> the 
<laughs> where you just got an ungodly amount of soda and put it in there and just drank it all day. Imagine that is filled with coach juice. Coach juice is your energy. So it gets you going, gets you fired up, but in the good, like positive way that gets your team fired up too. So when something is worth it, it's like pouring something out. Pour a little bit, it's fine. It's worth it. With those necessary drains, that's just like it's spilling out a little bit. But none of those are going to empty your cup as much as the things that are not worth it. Those are like poking a dang hole in it. (laughs) So plug that hole quickly. Just take a little look to see how much spilled out or how much you poured out. And then just go back to the fountain and get a refill. That process has nothing to do with the people or situations that are draining you. It has everything to do with how you handle the situation. So in a nutshell... Make the choice to protect your energy. Plug those holes quickly and deal with them right away. Make sure you can go back and quickly refill, and then you're going to have a full cup to lead with every single day. And that is a wrap for today's episode in this little mini series of Difference Maker Tips. If you enjoyed these, you're in luck because we're going to do more in our next boot camp. We've got another Difference Makers boot camp coming up a month from today. We'll be kicking off on April 18th. So mark your calendars or better yet, head to mentalsweetspot.com slash coach bootcamp to join the waitlist. And I will let you know when the doors open. I'm going to be dropping more details about who our special guests will be, what we're going to be covering and how you're going to learn how to become an even bigger Difference Maker. So head to mentalseaspot.com slash coachbootcamp to join that waitlist. And in the meantime, if you want to get started on doing drills that will help get the best out of your athletes, help them be competitive and find that drive and the resilience to bounce back after failure, head to mentalseaspot.com slash fail forward and check out our fail forward practice bundle. You get 105 plug and play drills, simple route through the directions and apply and write with your team. If you plug these into practice at least once a week, you're going to see amazing differences right away. And then if you're thinking, Mel, I don't got time for that. I want to hire someone to do this for my team. Then Alicia is your girl. She consults with teams both virtually and in person, not only teaching mental skills and giving them that tool set to make their mind match the strength of their bodies, but also to get them prepared for game day in a physical way. We combine lessons with drills, with fun games, so that your girls can put the mental game into action so that it actually shows up on game day. Want more information on that? Just email alicia at mentalsweetspot.com. And if I just threw too many website addresses at you, the only one you need to remember is mentalsweetspot.com and you can click on our services. <laughs> All right. Thank you again for listening. I hope you're having a great day and you're setting up for a great weekend. Have a good one.